Before we start the show, I want to tell you about My First Million, hosted by Sampar and Sean Purry, and available now on the HubSpot Podcast Network. My First Million features famous guests, discusses how companies made their first million, and brainstorms new business ideas based on the hottest trends and opportunities in the marketplace. Recent episodes you should absolutely check out are Three Profitable Business Ideas You Should Start in 2022, Drunk business ideas that could make you millions, and asking the founder of Grammarly how he built a $13 billion company. If you are curious to know how successful business leaders got to where they are and the opportunities and trends you need to be looking out for when it comes to growing your own business, listen to My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Every week on the show, we coach you to build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products. And the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, we help a business owner just like you optimize their airplane I'm your host, Donald Miller. Listen, I've said it a million times on the podcast. You got to have a plan. You got to have a plan. You got to have a plan in case things go bad. You also have to have a plan if things are going to go good. And if you don't have a plan, you're not going to be able to capitalize on what's going to happen next. And today's guest is Jeff Stoner. And Jeff Stoner runs an organization or company called My Mickey Vacation Travel. And families are about to flood and already are back to Disney. He's going to take two years of really bad business, and he's going to make all of that money back probably in the next 18 months if he is ready. So are you ready? Are you ready for your business to start growing again? Do you have a plan? Because if you don't, it's actually going to cost you a lot of money. Here's my conversation with Jeff Stoner, co-owner of My Mickey Vacation Travel. Jeff Stoner, so grateful to have you on the show today. Thanks, Don. Grateful to be here, man. All right. Tell us a little bit about your business, what you do, what you love about it, how you came into the business. Sure. Uh, Well, our business is My Mickey Vacation Travel. And as the name uh, might uh, indicate, we are a travel agency that specializes primarily in booking families into Disney destination vacations. Going to Disney World in Florida was a big part of me growing up. I think we went, my mom took us three times. Yeah. And we were, we were poor. I mean, we were really poor. And uh, she still made it work. And now I know what a huge sacrifice that was. And yeah. it meant a lot to me. And uh, so, you, I mean, you really, you're in an awesome business. You sell, you sell family bonding and great memories and all that kind of stuff. We, we really do. But yeah, I mean, I grew up the same way. I grew up, our, my parents took uh, my sister and I there a lot as we grew up. And, you know, it's funny because my, my wife and I were both uh, in our second marriage. And as we were dating, we found out that Disney was a common bond between us. And uh, in fact, <laughs> funny, funny to say that uh, both of us in our previous marriages honeymooned at Walt Disney World. So as we're dating, we're like, oh, <laughs> okay, that's going to be awkward. But yeah, I mean, so, you know, we had this common bond. We, we honeymooned at Disney, had our very first dance as husband and wife uh, on Main Street. Wait, and- so each of you had a honeymoon in a previous marriage at Disney yeah. and then you redid a honeymoon at Disney. That's a serious Disney fan. We're all in, buddy. We're all in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, about a year late, uh, throughout the next year of our first year of our marriage, we kind of talked it over about kind of getting into this business and helping other people enjoy that experience as much as we do. And maybe we'll earn enough money to go on vacation together. And to Disney. 
to Disney or wherever. <laughs> and, you know, here we are uh, almost 15 years later and we've got a sales force of 115 people. And whoa, are you serious? Yeah. And we sit on the advisory council with Disney and we're, we're having a blast. It's funny. And you know this, Jeff, it's so hard to get it started. And then you find out that after you succeed, it creates a whole other basket of problems. And then you solve those problems and you grow to the next level and it creates a whole other basket of problems. Yep. I would imagine with a hundred different representatives selling products for you, selling packages for you, it's created a whole other level of problems. I, I'm curious about you know what trouble you're dealing with right now. You know, our growth over that course of time was very intentional and slow paced. Uh, we didn't just go from zero to 100 overnight. You know, we, we went slow paced. So we built our systems as we went. And, and I'll have to say that obviously the biggest challenge, as you can imagine, over the course of the last two years has been uh, COVID. Yeah. Uh, I mean, March of 2020 just shut our business down. We were on course to have the best year ever. And so we went from, you know, booking and creating all these magical experiences to canceling them and rescheduling them just to cancel them again and to go through that cycle several times. Uh, the, you know, travel's coming back. You know, we're having our best month ever this month in terms of people actually on site, but it's, you know, what's next? You're having your best month ever since COVID started? Your best month ever, period? Period. Wow. That is awesome to hear. Obviously, we want to continue growing. And so what we're looking at, our home office, myself, my wife, obviously, we, we own the business. Uh, we have a staff of four people, and our job is to help provide leads for our team, uh, but also uh, we have a four-prong uh, growth plan, and part of that growth plan is, uh, you know, we can't demand too much more out of our top salespeople, so what we want to do is provide processes to them that are the most efficient so that they're, they can spend their time selling and less time doing paperwork, sending emails, doing things like that. And so that's my biggest challenge right now is going to that next level, automating as much as possible and servicing not only our customers who are our guests who travel, but our personal customers from our home office, which are our agents. Let me ask you a couple questions about your, your sales team. Do, what is your administrative staff, not your sales reps, but what does your administrative staff look like that supports the sales reps? So we've got four amazing people. We have one person who handles our social media and marketing, and we have one person who does all of our onboard training. Onboard training for the whole company? Yeah, and for like when we bring on new agents. And then I have a special project manager, and then I also have a personal assistant. Okay, so that that's your that's your staff. That's your the staff that really supports you. Is that right? Yeah, us and and the entire team. And when you say the entire team, I've heard 100 sales sales reps or travel agents, and then I've heard four people on staff. Can you explain to everybody how the, the, all that works together? Of course, of course. So our 115 staff people, or 115 sales reps, they're all travel agents, they're all independent contractors, and they're scattered throughout the country. How do you decide, like if you get a call from Wichita, how, how do you channel that to a different sales agent? How do you do that? So we will look at the product that they're interested in, that customer is interested in traveling to. So if it's Walt Disney World or Cruise Line or Disneyland or whatever it is, and we will geographically match that as close as possible to that person, say our agent in Wichita, provided that they are an expert in that destination. Oh, got it. So you're basically, and how do you get paid? Do you get paid a percentage of that total vacation? 
Yeah, we get paid a commission from the from the supplier from Disney, and then uh, we do a commission split with our agents depending on their sales volume. Well, here, here's what I'm curious about. It sounds like you're helping the travel agent do their job. It sounds like your your job is just to give the travel agent a lead. You're going to get a split of the commission from Disney once that lead is transitioned over, you know, regardless of what they buy. Are you now trying to help the travel agent sell more to increase your commission? Are you just trying to help the lead, the customer, have a better experience with that travel agent? What is the incentive to help the travel agent once you're, you're, you are, you've already won? So what's the incentive to help them? Um, obviously, we want that guest to have the very best experience. So we're going to provide centralized tools to our agents in the, ter- in the form of, say, tip sheets or, again, processes to give to that guest so that they have that amazing experience. I also want to decrease the amount of administrative effort that our agents are doing out in the field so that they can spend more time selling and up their revenue. Is that because is that because they're getting bottlenecked and bogged down with all the leads that you're sending them? Uh, no, I think they're getting bottlenecked with the more business they do, the more administrative effort there is. Yeah, this, and it's, it's an interesting problem because you really have to help somebody else figure out their business, and you've got 115 different people who probably do it 115 different ways. Yes, and we're trying to centralize that and, and give them, like I said, a turnkey solution so that, uh, again, either we implement it from our home office to support them, or we give them a tool that they can each use, but that it's consistent across the board so they don't have to sit there and think of those processes. We can just give it to them. Well, I always love systems and processes that that you know make things more efficient. What I'm trying to figure out is why you should be giving that to them when there's no incentive for you to do so. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to, you know, do you see what I'm saying? No, I, I do. And I do have an incentive to do it. As an example, let's say someone sells a million dollars of travel a year. Okay. And they're spending 75% of their, 75% of their time selling and 25% of their time doing administrative. Well, if I can knock out 10% of that 25, they might be able to sell an additional 200,000. Well, that's additional commission split to me in revenue. Got it. I, and again, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my listeners mad because my listeners are going to go, Don, he's just trying to be a good guy and do a good thing. But I, I'm just trying to figure out the business incentive here. I'm not trying to say, let's not help families have a great experience at Disney or let's not help travel agents. Of course. Of course. The way I would tackle that problem is I just get more travel agents. You see, you see what I'm saying? So that's like, why am yeah. I helping these people be more efficient when I could just, it's super easy for me to get more travel agents and you know, not be hurting cats uh, and not help people figure out how to, how to streamline processes. I'm, I'm just being devil's advocate here. Why not do that? So that is, remember I said I had a four-pronged plan, four yeah. plan for growth? Yeah. Well, getting more agents is one of those prongs. But I want to make sure that the people who are really good at it already have an opportunity to be better at doing what they do. And that will generate more revenue for me as well. All right. If you want to tackle that problem, and again, I'm not convinced that's an area that you need to tackle, but you do want to tackle it. I definitely think you should get more travel agents because then you, you know, you'd have less of a bottleneck in terms of getting the customer through to a satisfied experience. I would imagine these travel agents, I would imagine almost all the customers who, who, you know, use your service are getting great Disney experiences, even though it may have taken a little bit longer or they didn't get an automated email sequence. I think because you are dealing with 115 agents and that you are not a travel agent yourself. I think you coming up with systems and processes is going to bog you down too much from going and getting leads. Okay. And so I would not counsel you to actually create systems and processes for travel agents because I could just see that being 
a black box investment of your time. Okay. Now, this is what I would do. What I would do is have somebody on your staff or a fifth member of your staff, a new hire, to actually shepherd a community in which the 115 travel agents get on, let's say, a Zoom call once a month, uh, and that Zoom call is going to be a guided conversation all around best practices and how to increase customer value and customer experiences, what's working, what's not working, wh- which hotels are best, all that kind of stuff. What pro- and then now the conversation has to be guided because you'll get travel mm-hmm. agents talking about stuff that doesn't matter. Of course, but the the, the you know today we're going to talk about decreasing the runway from a customer being interested in taking a Disney vacation with their family to the time they've actually paid the bill, and you know that's this month's conversation, and then they would send out an email with bullet points on how that happened. And let the agents actually solve their own problem. Because I think that's going to be what you're going to have to do anyway if you're going to create systems and processes. But at the same time, then you're brokering a conversation rather than creating systems and processes. And you're allowing people to buy in or not buy in. And part of those could be just really prefabricated questions. Uh, The number one travel agent this month is Nancy out of Oklahoma City. And we're going to spend 15 minutes with Nancy and say, Nancy, how did you become the number one travel agent for Disney destinations uh, this month. What are you doing right? What are you doing wrong? Then you send out an email to the entire list saying, you know, here are the, here's some new ideas to grow your business. Here's some ideas to streamline your business. And you could even break it down into like three categories. Here's how you can provide more customer value. Here's how you can streamline your internal operations. Here's how you can uh, increase the amount of money a family spends per vacation. Pick three or four or five categories that you just keep coming to all the time. Now, that's going to do a couple things for you. One is travel agents who want to can subscribe to those best practices and make their own company more efficient if they want to okay. uh, or not. If they don't want to do more business, then they're not going to do worse. But I think a lot of them are. So you're going to solve that problem. Here's the thing. If you come up with those systems and processes and say, look, everybody needs to do this, the ones who didn't want to opt in aren't going to opt in anyway. Very true. So- now, here's the other thing that you're doing. You're increasing the value as a travel agent. You're increasing the value for the travel agent to work with you because not only are they getting commissioned, they now have a community of other travel agents that they don't actually compete with because they're not competing for leads, I would imagine. You're sending them leads. Right. Yeah. So you're, you're sending them leads, so they're not competing, but they're, they're delivering a service with the exact same product. So I think the solution to that problem is to create a community and broker best practices and you don't create, Jeff, a darn thing. When you think about the tenets of your business, what comes to mind? For me, it's not about first impressions. It's about lasting relationships. It shows I'm dedicated to learning and growing with this person or business no matter what. HubSpot CRM platform helps your business sustain relationships at scale harnessing the power of technology to transform single impressions into loyal customers. With HubSpot CRM's detailed tracking and reporting, you can easily view key trends and model behavior across the customer lifecycle. Detailed data and analytics help you make customer-focused decisions at every stage of your business. HubSpot is built to grow with you wherever you are headed next. Learn how your business can grow better 
at HubSpot.com. And now, back to the show. So that's how I would handle that, and at least I would make that phase one. Mm-hmm. Because what you're really talking about is, do we go to franchise? I mean, you're not actually going to franchise these travel agencies and own them. Right. But do we start acting more like a franchise? And I would say, don't act more like a franchise as phase one. Act more like an association. Great. I love that. That's one, and I think that's how I'd handle that. Uh, what else you got? In the fall of 2019, you did a podcast episode where I think you said you even took a little heat for it, where you told all your listeners to start preparing for the next uh, wave of inflation when things were things were really good. I, I took that to heart and stocked back a lot of cash, and it it saved us. It saved our company during recession, uh, during COVID in the early days. But but coming out of COVID now, you know, our growth in terms of sales dollars, um, you know, it's exponential because, like I said, all this pent up demand. Yeah, because yeah, because everybody who was going to take a vacation, there's going to be now double and triple the the number of families. I mean, that's an exaggerated number. There's going to be a lot more families who are going to want to come back and take that Disney vacation or wherever. And so what we're trying to do is obviously our our individual agents have their book of clients, and a lot of them are, you know, they've been nurturing their lists throughout this time. But as we you know, look to develop new leads, we just need a lot of help in, in developing that. Okay. So what I would do is, one is I would create a new lead generator. All right. And the new lead generator is how to enjoy your Disney vacation in the post-COVID season. Here's an even better one than that. Um, why going to Disney in the post-COVID season could be your best decision ever? That's even better. Well, I like that. And give them four or five reasons, and they, they need to be legitimate reasons. And then this is the, your dominant message from here on out. There's two. Um, Disney is open for business, and your next Disney vacation will not be canceled. And you need to blanket your email list with messages, those messages and messages like that for the next, geez, for the, at least the next six weeks. You know, go so that way people can start scheduling that stuff into the fall and early winter of 2023. And that's what we're looking for. I love that. I love that. Okay, so so I would do that, and then you've got you've got new you've got how many email addresses do you have right now? Thirty thousand. That's a good number. Okay, that's a good number. Congratulations. Thank you. So you want to hit those thirty thousand people over and over, maybe about eight or ten emails that are that are all with the same controlling idea, and the controlling idea is Disney's open for business. And then um, create that new lead generator. It's going to be a short-term lead generator. You will use that lead generator probably for the next 12 months. But it's going to be an incredibly effective lead generator over the next 12 months. Because what you're, what you're actually saying out there is, this is the time to go. This is the best time to go. Well, Jeff, I, you know, we call that around here, we call that marketing for the moment. You know, it's, it's, it's momentary marketing that optimizes on a specific season. You know, we really solved two problems today. One is the body of the airplane. The body of the airplane is is creating less overhead uh, and and making this airplane more efficient with the same labor. In other words, making more money with the same people. And I think that's just your social media person creating a community of travel agents instead of creating all the systems and processes that I think you were tempted to create. Give that community a name, by the way. When you name something, it has more perceived value. And then the second is that right engine, you know, the marketing engine. And it's a new lead generator and a controlling idea. For, for momentary marketing for the next 12 months 
so that you can uh, you can book more business. We got a lot done, my friend. How are you feeling? Do you have any feedback on any of that or any any questions about how you're going to execute? You know, I feel I, the 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 best takeaway I have is is a focus because I was I was just feeling so overwhelmed with I have to build this system and I have to build a sales funnel and I have to do this and I have to do that and now you giving me permission to say, okay, you know, I don't need to build this process, at least not now. I don't need no. to build these internal processes. I need to focus on building that sales funnel and creating that community within our, our organization. It's funny because we already do um, like weekly, if not every other week, webinars together in a Zoom, but it's typically building, bringing suppliers in or talking, you know, from our uh, best practices. Yeah, we need best practices. So Hearing that, uh, I love and the examples you gave me. Um, we're gonna we're gonna move forward. We're gonna start that right away. I think you can have your sales funnel mostly re-engineered by the end of the week. You want to get those messages starting going out really soon. Like I would write an email today, and tomorrow morning I'd read it, and if it doesn't have any typos, I'd send it to thirty thousand people <laughs> and get that ball going. I'm gonna be messaging my social media person right after we're done here to have her craft that up. Jeff, where can families find out how to go through you to get a great Disney vacation? Uh, best places to find us on our website, which is mymickeyvacation.com. You have an awesome business. I'm so happy for you and your wife that you've created this thing. I imagine there are tens of thousands of families who've had great Disney experiences. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm ready to take Emmeline right now. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm now that dad. And uh, I'm going to have my credit card ready, and she's going to come home in a princess outfit. There's no question. Nothing better than a Disney dad. I'm happy for Jeff. Uh, it sounds like a great problem to have, and uh, I hope that everybody listening uh, has a problem like that. How do we you know, streamline business so we can capture more dollars and offer more value to our customers? It's really terrific. Listen, if you want to give the kind of coaching that I give on this podcast, if you want to be able to help uh, small business owners intuitively knowing where to direct them, the metaphor of the airplane really helps. Understanding the six frameworks that it takes to make your business efficient, strong, Help it fly far and fast. Some of the best business advice you can get. When you understand those frameworks, your mind just starts thinking like a great business coach. If you would like to be certified in those frameworks, join our community of certified business coaches. Just go to certifiedbusinesscoach.com and we can certify you to be a business made simple certified coach. All right. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. And today's plan of action, as you might have guessed, is actually twofold because we solved two problems for Jeff in today's conversation. The first is he deals with what really is an association. He called them 115 sales reps, and they certainly are sales reps. They're travel agents who do business with him. But it's really an association that buys into his leads. And I think he should start thinking of them like an association. And the best thing that he can do is not give them all processes and treat them like a franchise. The best thing he can do is actually create a community in which they solve each other's problems. That would be an incredibly valuable community. And there are a lot of people listening who are in that position. You're thinking, I've got to help these 200 people. I've got to help these 2,000 people. I've got to help these 5,000 people. It may just be uh, navigating and hosting and facilitating a conversation in which they help each other. And that is really easy on your overhead. It is terrific value for them. And ultimately, it's going to result in more dollars for everybody. So a super easy solution to what Jeff thought was a complicated problem. This, that's, that's in the overhead of the airplane, making that body more lean and efficient without adding a bunch of people to it. 
the next uh, issue was in the right engine of the airplane, and that is the marketing engine of the airplane. And we talked about marketing for the moment. Marketing for the moment is, you know, it's not even advanced. I was about to say it's advanced. For those of you who already have a sales funnel and you already have automated evergreen campaigns that go out, um, you know, you might pause those every once in a while to send out a culturally or time-sensitive or moment-aware uh, uh, message. Jeff's got a great opportunity. It's all about COVID and whether we're going to take that family vacation, whether COVID's going to shut it down. He can affirm people to say, no, it's not. Disney is wide open and they've got all sorts of awesome offers that are bringing families back. It's a great moment for him. But it could be something that is just happening in your community and even something that just like happens every year. You know, you could send out something for Easter. You could send out something uh, for spring. You could send out something for summer. The pool is open. You know, you could send out something for Fourth of July. All sorts of messaging for the moment opportunities to grow your business. Think about it. Sit down right now and actually think, if I send out a message for this moment, what would it be? I think there's an awesome opportunity for you there. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. We will see you again next week.